0: Hi, my name is John. And my name is Chris. And,
1: and this, this is Arrow on Target.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Arrow on
1: Target. We are your hosts. That's right. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com. John, this <laughs> That's episode right, Chris. was crazy.
0: <laughs> Dude, this episode was nuts, man. And it—and it, uh, as, as we kind of said, it... it really like felt like the, what began at the beginning two episodes like at the end of the episode two weeks ago it was finally kind of like flushed out and finished on this one like I feel like this yeah. was this was a bookend on some chapters like we finished a chapter closed it and we're about to start a new one you know
1: I mean kind of I mean I don't know though because of, you know like we still haven't really resolved the fact that um, Detective Lance is after the Arrow uh, well he's
0: not after the Arrow at this point because I mean supposedly the Arrow uh, that's you know true. he's after Oliver
1: which I still, like, honestly, I think that was the weakest part of this episode was the, the rationale behind, well, they're not after Oliver anymore. Like, the, yeah, right. Like, Detective Lance is still after Oliver.
0: Oh, he totally is. Well, what's funny about this, like, it, it, I think that his obsession with Oliver Queen is going to end up coming to uh, to bite him in, in the butt because it's, like, the uh, his old partner actually came right. to see him. And and his old partner is, like, he's he's got a desk job. He's, like, connected, uh, well-connected in the city now. And it's... He's coming to him and saying, don't screw up your captain job by being obsessed about Oliver Queen. And so, like, that's a really – I think that's a really interesting thing uh, happening on this episode. That's more
1: believable than the whole, like, well, it was Roy and now Roy's dead, you know, kind of drama.
0: I actually kind of liked that. And there was was a couple of, like – there was a couple of really dramatic – and I was actually thinking this while it was going on. There was a couple of really, really, like – dramatic things that they have going on dramatic plot lines that actually worked out really well. Um, yeah. the Ray uh, and Felicity drama was actually really nice. Like seeing their love relationship where like he said, I love you. And she didn't say it back. Like their interactions on this episode was really, actually a really nice change of pace for this show. And, uh, and a change of pace between their relationship, uh, so far. Cause like so far it hasn't been as, uh, as real or as, uh, authentic as it could have been but yeah right
1: well we just haven't seen that side of them yet like i think honestly we started seeing that um this week also first on the flash which you can, you can right. check out that that review on flash on target on uh, stand target podcast.com i mean that was the, honestly the first time where, you know that i was like okay they actually feel like a couple they feel like you know they're they sh- they belong together and then like ray And like, he's kind of endearing, you know, just like the fact that they, uh, you know, how quirky he is and all that kind of stuff. We just haven't seen that before. He's always just kind of been like just working away and he's, you know, kind of brooding almost, almost like a Batman-esque kind of like, I'm just going to work on this and I'm going to do this, you know, and I need to do this kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and you know it's it, I, yeah, and it's like I, I just like the idea of of them having a little bit more of a, of depth and things to things like because if you don't have like if you don't have something um, on a show like in real life obviously it's like you know if if there's not anything uh working against you or whatever like that's a good thing it's a good thing if you don't have an antagonist in your life you know right (laughs) but it's like you know if if you're watching this as a on a on a drama television show it's like you want there to be kind of this uh this antagonistic thing that's going on whether it's you know whether it's uh feelings towards other people or like whatever and so this is the very first time like i felt like that love triangle between oliver uh felicity and uh and and Ray actually kind of worked, so well, that was that was
1: fun. I don't even know, like they're they still kind of they're touching on it, you know, and the fact that, you know, like or at the end, you know, when when Felicity was saying to Oliver that um, sometimes, you know, when you're so busy trying to take care of the ones that you you love, you overlook the ones that love you, and you know, like that came across as like you know, you know that she still loves him, and she still she still hasn't really responded to Ray saying I love you at all and, uh, and yeah. so like there's still question there for sure but honestly yeah. like it, it felt like um oliver like this felt more real in, in terms of like oliver's you know just like he's just not addressing it and he, you know like i think he legitimately is happy that she's happy you know like, yeah. and so uh,
0: yeah. i
1: i could i could see it going both ways i could see them you know just moving on and never re, re yep. uh kind of questioning whether or not she's with ray or not or i could see them you know kind of like. Drawing out some kind of like will they or won't they kind of thing.
0: Yeah, you know, and and judging from the show's past, I would say they probably will do a little bit of the will they won't they. Um, and you just hope that it's as it's it's as well done as it was on this episode because this episode was really good. Um, yeah. So as far as that goes, we saw Ray in action this week. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, it was super cool. I mean, it, it's
1: it's it's it, it's funny like kind of watching them cheat. You know his yeah. his action scenes. You know, in terms of like, you know, he'll fly off screen. Then like, then you'll you'll the the the, the camera will cut or pan, and, and he's just yep. kind of like in a station, another stationary position. You know, and so right. it's it's funny watching them do that. But it also like it's a lot of fun. Like especially seeing like it was cool whenever Oliver kind of took him over. Like he's playing yep. you know a video game or something <laughs> like that. That which, was amazing.
0: Which it's funny like. It, it, <laughs> that that kind of a uh an idea and like with technology and like suits and like brain control and these other things it, it's always weird whenever that comes to play like we had what was the was it really was the movie called gamer it had uh what's his oh, name from the th- from um, 300 in it or whatever um anyway but like Gerard, Gerard Butler yeah had Gerard Butler in it and it was just like this kid was playing it I don't know like it was super cheesy and whatever and uh but this was done much better than that like it just it, this one felt really interesting and then I also liked that that gave him the confidence to actually kind of start actually kind of fighting and I like that on this show in particular while the only time this has happened was uh, Ray flying around, it seemed like and always does seem like people who aren't ready to go into these situations, don't go into these situations and then automatically kick butt, you know, it's like, they're not just, right. they're not package made heroes.
1: Right. Which is cool. Like it's, it's cool seeing and be realistic with, with that.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. I, yes. I, I,
1: I, really liked, I, I really liked the way that, you know, Ray played into this episode. I, I liked you know, that, it was you know just his banter. You know, like whenever yeah. he's out, you know, on the mission, you know, and he's talking to them. And, and the the comment that Oliver made was like, oh, "Oh man, you guys are the same people." Or no, he says he, he says something about like you could be you could be brother or
0: sister. Yeah, let me see. I have that quote down. He says, he goes. He looks at Felicity and says, "There's definitely a chance that you and Ray are related."
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. You know, because they they are like both like that. Which although this is the first we've really seen of that of. Uh, from Roy or Ray.
0: Yeah. And it's also fun that we saw it on the flash episode that like this whole crossover thing that, right. that the, uh, we saw it on that as well. Like it started kind of there. So if you watch both, you had a little bit of context for that. And if you didn't yeah. watch it, uh, then, then this one, you know, will will have that going for it too. And that, that was really fun too. So yeah, I it definitely, it definitely really, really cool. Again, it lends credence to that, that believability with their relationship that we haven't ever had yet. So
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've got, now Roy basically is, uh, gone. Um, he's, yeah, uh, and he drove I, off I into the sunset again. I felt like we'd seen that shot before, Chris. Well, I was, I was reading some article, uh, online. Let me, let me see if I can pull that up. It was just saying, you know, like Ray, uh, Roy is not a serious regular anymore. And, that sucks. Uh, I like yeah. him, man. I know. I mean, I, I do too. Uh, but it's just like, well, I mean. I'd rather have Roy than Ray. Let's just put it that way. I, th- I think Ray will end up being on whatever the spinoff series is. And I, yeah. think, I, I was kind of thinking maybe this is their chance to get Roy over there as well. Because he Correct. is kind of just like, you know, I, I don't mind. He is just kind of back up to, to Oliver where Diggle has filled that role in the past. And honestly, like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he filled that role,
0: role well. And I think he could again. Definitely. And, and we've mentioned on the show before... Um, That both, uh, both Diggle and I mean, I guess, I guess the fact that you just have a lot of characters. We just have a lot of characters on this show, and you really don't focus on very many of them from week to week. And so it's interesting to see, um, one of them potentially leave the show or not be a series regular. Um, because it's like honestly there are some episodes where maybe he's in the background maybe you know whatever is going on but it's like he he's not a huge piece of the action you know he's he's going out and hitting the streets to to talk to people and find out his, his contacts or whatever so there's like maybe a few lines here and there that he's in but then there are some episodes where it's just like he's all over it and so like I hope that that doesn't go away I hope that we get at least a, a couple of, uh, of Roy centered ec- episodes every season um and so, I mean, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I really will miss him because he brings a lot of cool things to the dynamic of the show. Yeah. But it's like whenever you have a show with so many characters and so many moving parts, I I totally can see how uh, different characters would fall by the wayside. So let me
1: read this article. This is from Deadline. I'll post this in, on uh, the post on com. But uh, yeah, so this is... Um, Deadline.com is reporting... Um, uh let's see here. The departure of of uh of Roy, um, of Colton Haynes, uh was prompted by um the end of his contract on the show. He joined Arrow as a recur uh as a recurring in the second half of season one, became a regular at the beginning of season two with a two year deal. And so it, it hmm. ended. Um this is an interview with the uh the the show's producers. Um yeah, let's see here. This uh, what is his first? Oh, Greg Berlanti. uh, He said, when we made the deal, we made a two season deal that had a clock on it. We always knew that when he was coming off Teen Wolf, we described the role to him and we agreed to do it for a couple of years. At that particular moment, he had a lot of opportunities to do things and we're lucky he chose us. He brought us a lot of notoriety and viewership to Arrow when we were growing and the show wouldn't be the show it is without him. He's such a talent and, and such a nice guy. Everybody from the crew to the writers were so enthusiastic to have him for the time we had him. We are mm. sad to see him go, but excited to see what he does next. And then um, he continues. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Sorry, Mark Guggenheim um, says we were able to design his arc for the season with the end point in mind. We always knew he would take a heroic stance and redeem himself for his actions. It's always a blessing when you know exactly where you're going to end up. And they asked if uh, Deadline asked if you wanted if they considered killing off Roy um and then greg says uh, we wanted to do something different the characters are so young they represent the next generation of superheroes and we love the idea of having them out there and as a person we like colton so much we would all love to see him back such a great talented guy so honestly it doesn't like if he comes back it doesn't sound like it will be as a series regular anymore it will be right as you know some
0: kind of like you know guest character from from time to time like a special episode that sort of thing yeah that's cool, man. And, and honestly, again, it's that team up show. Like that's seeming like it, it becomes more and more viable in my mind. The more great characters that they create, and the more that they do this, I feel like it's gonna, you know, it's it's gonna turn into you know something cool if they do it, you know, if they do it well. So we'll see. So
1: so here's something else we were talking kind of like uh, last episode about you know the 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 season finale. Um, and, yeah. And uh, Greg Greg Berlanti uh, was saying answering what will be the impact of Roy's departure on Team Arrow, and he says it's always affecting the show when one character is moving on to the great beyond. That allows the show to grow and change with a state of loss, providing high stakes. The end of this season is very much a punctuation mark on the first three seasons. Third season will feel like the end of a trilogy with elements and pieces coming together. We are heading to a big, epic, climactic battle, and I'm not going to give away who is going to make it. Everything will be changed after this season. Uh, Guggenheim says the third season finale is among our best episodes with each twist more shocking and surprising than the next deadline says, well, all of our get a new sidekick. And Berlanti says, watch the finale to find out fans will really wonder where you go from there.
0: So they're really selling us on this, on this finale, man.
1: Yeah. Deadline asks, do you know where we'll go from there? And Berlanti says, we have planned something
0: cool and radical to open next season. So
1: man, like, I don't know what I feel, how I feel about all that. (laughs) Dude,
0: I have some theories, um, I have some theories that we can go into if you want. Uh, sure, I was going to go sure, into them at sure. the end of this episode. Um, so, okay. So, let's – so, at the, the end of this episode, like, there was a shocking moment, a horrifying moment at the end of this episode.
1: Yeah, so let's deal with that for a second. Then we can go into, like, what we think, you know, in terms yeah. of the season finale. How because that? mine
0: relates directly to that.
1: Yeah, so um, Thea uh, was basically killed. Um, she was yep. stabbed by uh, Raza Ghoul and yep. uh, she's dying. And I, uh, I don't want her to die. Um, nope. And I don't think the show does really either. Um, I mean, it it was shocking. Like I honestly, I thought that Roy was dead. Whenever he died, like you know, I was like, oh no! And then, and then they pull, you know, like in two 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 deaths, deaths, quote
0: unquote, in one episode was wild. You know, it's like you feel like at the end of this thing where he goes off, and you're experiencing, like you're like you're sad because he's leaving. You you feel like you can't, you know, that that you know. Okay, so. You know, it's over. And then it kind of comes back and then it just punches you in the gut again. You know, it's, it's, again, it's one of those bad to worse scenarios that actually works. Um, yeah. and so it was really funny. Like whenever, whenever Ray Shao Ghul shows up there, I was like, Oh, he's totally going to kidnap her. Um, right. or something, you know, or, or he's, he's totally, or he's trying trying totally. To he, he, yeah. He's totally going to like take her and, and get her in the league and which would be nuts and or make then, her Raz al Ghul. Yeah. Or like do, do something like do something like, you know, along those lines, um, yeah. this was the farthest thing from my imagination. Like, whenever he ends up like smashing her on the table and pull and then stabbing her, it's just like, yeah, holy wild. cow, that was just, I, I don't know, I don't know. It's like, it, it, there isn't, um, whenever they killed Oliver at the beginning mm-hmm. of last season or whatever, or, uh, I guess the mid season finale of this mm-hmm. season, it, it, that was. Not, I mean, it was about as shocking as that was to me. And it's like, I didn't, right. I didn't necessarily expect Oliver to die there, but I also like whenever he did, I immediately was like, okay, well they can't keep him dead. Right. But in this right. place, you know, in this place, it's like, they could very easily just, you know, say the Roy Felicity thing wasn't working. Let's get rid of them both. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was wild. Did, did you happen to see the preview for, for next uh, episode? uh i actually did not did you yes so uh, you want me to tell you
0: uh yeah absolutely in fact i we have a uh, a couple of tweets from uh from chris Dennison on uh, on twitter that i wanted to read S- super uh, fan chris Dennison. yeah super fan chris Dennison. on and I, he has some really good points and this and he kind of like uh he whenever i had my initial thought about this episode he uh he kind of goes along those same lines too so i i think i uh i think he he was thinking the same thing that i was but yeah
1: Yeah. um, So, like, basically, they're they're taking they're taking Thea to the the Lazarus pits, which is which is the first place I I thought of whenever I was like, okay, well, yeah, she okay, she's dead, but like, let's get her to the Lazarus pits as soon as possible. Like, I honestly thought that about Roy earlier, um, and said as soon as possible. And so, I don't know what it's going to take to get Oliver, you know, to take her there. Does he have to agree to become Ra's (sighs) Al Ghul in order to to heal her in the Lazarus pits? Maybe. Um, and then the other question is uh, in the in the preview that somebody, someone says, I think it may, may be Malcolm or something like that says, you know, the Lazarus pits uh, change change people, yeah, changes their soul, you know, basically. Yeah. And so I mean, is the same is Thea going to be the same Thea coming up out of the Lazarus pits, yeah. And I wonder what it relates to. You know, does it relate to like the state of mind they were in whenever they died? You know, when she died, she thought that Roy was dead. You know, and and uh, she she still she still doesn't know that he's not dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's interesting. Okay, so in the comics and in in uh, DC Comics, whenever you get resurrected, like whenever you're completely dead and they resurrect mm-hmm. you with the Lazarus pits, you basically go insane. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you basically just lose your mind because you're not supposed to be alive. Like you're, you are dead, you know, you were dead and then you're alive. And it's like that, that's, that's, you know, type of, uh, confusing, like soul confusion that just drives you insane. Um, come back from that. I mean, characters have, but it's like, you're never really quite the same. Like it's not, I mean, if they do this and I was thinking the same thing whenever, uh, um, with Katie lots and her character, like whenever they were talking about how she might be on the team up show or whatever, um, whether that, maybe that's in flashbacks, like that's kind of what people are, are that's the, that's the prevailing theory right now is that she's going to be in some flashbacks or some, uh, some older, uh, like some stuff that happened while Oliver was on the Island and she was joining the assassins and that whole thing. Um, that's kind of the theory now, but if, if they were to bring her back in present time and like, and, and do that, like I was thinking that it would, drive her insane like it she just wouldn't be the same person that she was before and so the same yeah. would be said for Thea and I think the longer you're dead the harder it is for you to come back from that um mm-hmm. and for you mm-hmm. to snap back and to be be more normal so like you know time is of the essence here um and so it you know I I really feel like you know it's he's he's my projection is that he will accept this mantle in order to do this. It's interesting. The quote that, uh, that Rash said, uh, in, uh, what would have been probably Hebrew or Arabic one or the other. Um, whenever he killed her was, uh, protect me from your judgment on the day your servants are resurrected. So that's exactly what he has in mind too. Uh, he's yeah. saying, you know, he, he was obviously, you know, basically saying this, um, kind of to Oliver saying, you know, Protect me from your judgment, on the day that your servants (plural) are resurrected. So mm-hmm. I don't know what this means exactly. Like, is this going to be, you know, you so, think Sarah's so, coming back? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's the season finale. Maybe that's something uh, that happens or then. Maybe, or, yeah. Or maybe
1: this is just some saying that he has. Or like, this is just like something that the league says. You know, like very it may true. not mean anything. You know,
0: very true. I mean, it just it just would make sense if it was related to Oliver and and uh, and you know. Yeah, it might. Thing. You know, I,
1: I could see it doing that. I could also see it not. You know, like you know, th- one thing about this show, like a lot of times they have like weird throwaway lines, like you think they're gonna mean <laughs> one thing, then they mean absolutely nothing, you know. Very so. true.
0: You're right, you're right. And it could could mean nothing. Um let me see, let me see find those uh find the tweets from uh from from Chris Dennison, Superman Chris Dennison here. He says, uh let me see. He says he had a cool "what if" come to mind, and he says, "He's like, I think we can assume uh, from the next on that Ollie will become Ray I don't know if we can assume that. I know we at least see him teaming up with Raish to bring back Thea. I mean, I imagine that's going to happen, but I don't know yeah. if we, he will actually become Raish Shuggal. He may agree to it for a time, it, only to pull the whole, you know, bait and switch. Uh, I don't know if that's the right. I don't know if that's the right uh, thieving terminology but uh, anyway so he basically say hey yes I'm going to do this and then no, end up not doing it um right. but or if he actually will and he says but what if they could convince the CW to start advertising this show as Rachel Ghoul <laughs> so you know the announcer guy would say uh Wednesday on Rachel Ghoul instead of Arrow so it's like uh previously on Rachel Ghoul yeah, so I think that'd be hilarious, dude. That'd be funny. It'd be really corny,
1: like you know. I think it'd.
0: Be, I think it'd be really fun, funny uh, for them to do that because it's just like it, it would solidify some things. Like, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I know I that. Um, <laughs> it makes no sense from a marketing standpoint. <laughs> like people say, someone that
1: hadn't tuned in in a couple of weeks, and they're just like, "What in the world?
0: What show is this? He yeah, got his yeah. own show? Yeah, I could right. see that. Yeah, um, but it, yeah, it would be it would be really fun, um, and it feels like. Um, that would be something maybe that we would see. Did we see on the Flash crossover uh, team up? Was did they change the logo whenever it kind of came at you uh, after the um, the intro- introduction or whatever? I didn't I think, notice anything. I think they they might have. I think I almost remember them doing that. But if they just changed the logo a little bit or made it a different color or something like that, I think that would be a cool signifier. Yeah, so. I mean,
1: I don't know. I just think of like, okay, you know, like yeah, this. Does it? Does it? Do, if I was if I was running the show, I'd be like, does something like that like, warrant the amount of work that goes into it. No. So I'm just not going to do it. You know (laughs) what I mean?
0: I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure.
1: Um, The, uh, yeah, like, you know, it'll be interesting to see where where this goes, where they take it, you know, from here. um, uh, Where they, uh, you know, it kind of depends. It makes me think that the season finale might not be um, centered in Starling City. And if it is, then what's, you know, like, what's going to happen? You know, like, is this a showdown with, with Raza Ghul and the League of Assassins or is there something else out there like that we're going to we're going to build to
0: I don't know man I mean and if the producer you know that whole idea of this being the end of a trilogy it's like how are you going to wrap up this season um, and mm. then continue us into season 4 like let us continue into that going strong um, so hopefully like you know hopefully it doesn't lose momentum um yeah. going into the next season um, cuz we're really like I guess for the up until this point, we keep asking more and more questions, or we have. But then more recently, we've been answering those questions and kind of put, tying them all together. Um, yeah. I oh, mean, so, I will.
1: I will say, you know, like honestly, like it, going into season four, like if this is wrapping up something, I hope they do away with the flashbacks. I don't need them anymore. They don't really relate to the to the main story anymore, and the story that they're telling is fairly weak. It's just kind of like I don't care.
0: In the flashbacks, um, you mean. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. We forgot to mention the flashback flashbacks last episode. Oh, it's because they don't there have was,
1: any Im- impact on the the main storyline. Yeah, they you know, like feel like we, th- we do just this spin more their wheels. More.
0: Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just spin their wheels a lot of times. Like it's just basically a delay, or uh, it shakes up the pace of the show a little bit too. Like where I almost would like to see a cut of. Both the show without the flashbacks and the flashbacks without the show, because I really feel like if you watched a cut of the flashbacks without the show, it wouldn't be super intriguing necessarily, you know? No, because
1: it it ended up being like, you know, maybe 10 minute total, like, okay, these are 10 minute vignettes about like his life um, whenever he was... supposed to be on the island and it's just like you know like i mean that's not interesting that's like maybe like a webisode kind of series but like there's no really like arc to them it's just kind of like you jump in and out of the action you jump in yeah. and out of these slow points like they make literally no sense if you don't string them out like that and so For like sure i just don't th- i just don't feel like they serve a purpose anymore
0: yeah, well, season one they were nice because because they whenever an yeah, episode yeah. was action light, they had action heavy flashbacks. But at this point, it's so action heavy all the time, and there's it's even dra- drama heavy all the time that we really don't need to balance anything out. We can just stay, you know, it's you stay in the present, like you know, yeah. that's yeah. So I I feel you there, dude. That would make perfect sense to me. Um, I would also like to see more. Like I said uh, last week, I would like to see more. Um, more flashbacks of different characters. Like uh, it's intriguing to me, you know, where these other characters were—not uh, just five years ago, but like other key points in their lives. You know, um, you you want to know about Rachel Ghoul. You want to know about uh, you know Diggle and and and. You know, all this other stuff, Felicity, more. And, and you want to deal with more of those people. And if you are going to maintain any amount of flashbacks, try to diversify a little bit and not keep it in a linear kind of fashion. I feel like that would be a, a more creative way to do it and probably a more natural way to do it with a storyline. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So the other thing that I did want to bring up about the, uh, the drama in this episode, I did really love a lot of, and it was a very Roy centered episode because of the fact that he was, you know, obviously saying goodbye at the end of this episode. Um, but Roy atoning uh, for his perceived sins was nice. Like that was a, uh, it was cool to see him kind of sitting in this jail cell. And obviously he knew he was going to probably get out or whatever, as long as he could, you know, he could survive until then um right but he, you know it, whenever he's talking to uh, detective lance and he talks about you know the stuff it's, it's very he's like he's paying his penance to society right. and there was there was this uh this quote from lance that i it was a very like h- harsh quote um and it, but it's like this is totally lance's mentality right now um Let me see. He says, uh, "Don't think for a second that being in here is making up for anything you did out there." And it's like this is a very, like it's a very harsh thing. Um, It's also kind of true. So, right?
1: Yeah, I'm like you know because the entire time you're sitting there being like, "Roy, this is not even necessary, and this really doesn't like you know does this atone for your you know quote unquote sins?" And you know like, no, it doesn't. Like maybe, but but I think the most important thing is in his mind it does, and right. And for Roy, this is what he needed to do. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like just, uh, it, it not only like, you know, he, he experiences, you know, some punishment, but then he also like saves his friend, you know, and so right. like it accomplishes two different things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Roy just used one of them to convince Oliver why he needed to stay in there
0: for sure. And to, and to kind of hide things from Oliver because this episode was the episode of, uh, trying to get Oliver to, to, to sit still, to not do do anything, you know? And so like for, you know, to try to keep that from Oliver and to give, you know, for Roy to give Oliver a convincing reason that he's doing this. Um, so that, so that Oliver doesn't immediately turn around and try to get him out or swap places with him somehow or whatever. Um, um, I mean, that was—it's a pretty, pretty convincing reason, um, and it makes sense with his character. But it was also nice to see that that they didn't just—they didn't just give him that shallow reason. They gave him a deeper reason uh, to, to do that too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, as far as Oliver goes this time, that that was an interesting thing to see him not suit up and to see him kind of sit back. There was a moment where he like confronts Diggle and uh, and has this really just this fury in his eyes. There's this pent up rage. Uh, he shoves so- shoves Diggle or whatever. You know. Yeah. I mean, he wanted to
1: go out and do something. Diggle's like, you know, like you you can't. Like you need to stay here. Like you can't. You've got to you've got to sit back and and let us. Let us kind of, like, do your work for you. I, I, what is it that Felicity keeps saying? Um, and, and they say again at the end with uh, that flashback.
0: Ah, um, uh, you, you need to learn to let people help you.
1: Yes, yes. And so, I mean, which I think, you know, he does. And uh, it, it's a good lesson for him to learn. Yeah.
0: I agree. I mean, and, and it's... Uh, it's it's something that we've been saying for a while, I guess, because everyone else, like, he doesn't let anybody off the hook other than himself, or, like, you know, it's <laughs> everybody else, he uh, he holds everybody to super high standards except for himself, you know, and so, like, he's, he's going to have to start working as a team here. Um, what do you think about the idea that the Arrow is done, like, regardless of whether or not uh, Roy got out, regardless of whether or not... Um, Ray Shal Ghoul situation, or whatever. Basically, the arrow because of this whole thing, unless they can prove his innocence in these things, um, the idea that the arrow is done. Well, he just can't come back. Yeah. I mean, because
1: technically they think, well, okay, the arrow's dead. And if he comes back, it's like, well, number one, Roy wasn't the arrow. Yeah, like it's, it's weird because it's like, you know, he's got, he, he's somehow going to have to either prove his innocence or you know, he's going to have to not operate openly
0: as the arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is super weird. I know. And it's, and you just wonder like, okay, so if this is closing the chapter on, on three seasons or whatever, is there going to be potentially some sort of a, a, I mean, obviously the, the character has to change. The character has to, has to morph because that's what, that's what, characters do and it's what real life people do but it's how you know and how that happens and and you wonder how far away are we going to stray from the the arrow we know into something new um whenever all is said and done so i mean i I don't know it's like out of necessity now he's got to do something different so right um i do did want to mention that uh let me see that in the flashbacks, I loved the uh, the Amanda Waller and his front like conf- confrontation. Like that was a cool twist. Um, it felt like it because of the pacing of it, because we didn't watch all of that at once, and because we haven't been seeing this whole buildup where they're running from who they perceive as Amanda Waller. They're running from her minions and running from all of those people. Um, because we didn't see this in line with all of those it minimized the impact uh of this moment where we realize that it's not Amanda Waller and that um it's this other group you know so right you know uh, yeah i mean i, I didn't really like I, that's the thing i just don't
1: i just don't care about these flashbacks like exactly and I'm, it's like there's a
0: way there's a way to make you care and the, the way to make you care is to put them all at once, you know, if, if, if the flashbacks matter, I want them to matter. Like I want them to have weight in an episode. Don't just string us along with tiny little pieces of, of the plot here and there. Give us a a linear kind of thing from episode to episode.
1: Yeah. And they just, and they don't, they don't matter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing they, nothing they do in, in, in those, uh, those matter.
0: Well, it's also interesting. Like I love the characters that are, are portrayed there. Like, uh, uh, um, Tatsu and uh, I can't, th- Maseo, but it's. <laughs> those two characters they don't matter to the present and so whenever you see them in the past as good as they are in the past you don't connect with them as much and so you they kind of like fall by the wayside like it was i i love uh tatsu's character because she's developed on that where she's like using that sword and like kicking all this butt and even to this this episode she had this awesome awesome moment where she basically says uh you know we're going to help him. We're going to save the save this city, meaning, you know, uh, the city that they're in, in China, uh, Beijing. And so, I mean, but, but that that's all kind of less impacting because they're not in the present. So it's like if you're going to put characters in the past, try to make them relevant to our present.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so we kind of touched on it, you know, just the fact that, like, man, Lance just kind of, ex- you know, uh, increased his his – his uh desire to get oliver you know where they took you know they they raided the arrow cave and all that kind of stuff like and i guess they have the secondary layer that that um oliver referenced but
0: yeah well and also uh, but they were working out of star uh what is it is it called what is it called now it's it's they were working out of uh, palmer industries that's right palmer palmer industries this time yeah, I mean and I mean they've got a, you know it'll be interesting to see where they
1: go like where they go from this if they can even use the same, you know, Aero Cave anymore.
0: I don't know, man. And and you wonder if um because the way the city is reacting, you wonder if it will become maybe the next iteration will be something like a uh, a more national or worldwide uh version of Aero, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: I think that about covers it, man. I think that that was everything that I I had. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I've got some quotes right here. Let me see. We've got beginning of the episode. Whenever, uh, whenever Lance breaks into the, uh, arrow cave with his warrant and stuff, he says, as smart as you are, you're bound to make a mistake sooner or later. Uh, he says, uh, and I'm going to be there whenever it happens. And it's just a very vengeful Lance. Like there's a few quotes that I have from Lance this week that were just very, very vengeful. Um, Here's one from from Ray Palmer, and he says, "So it's a team up? High five. And they they high five, and that was a hilarious moment, dude. Whenever he yeah. kept calling it a team up, and Oliver's like, "Don't call it a team up." I loved that. Um, let me see. We have, um, we have. If you keep trusting your tech instead of yourself, you're gonna get yourself killed. And that was a nice nice moment with with Ray. Let me see. Yeah, there's the, uh, whether or not you break Roy out of Iron Heights, the arrow is over. That was an interesting line and a very revealing line, I think, of where the, uh, the, all these characters, uh, heads are at right now. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Let me see. We have another vengeful Lance quote who says, uh, Roy was killed an hour ago. I would say I'm sorry, but, uh, I I both, I think we both know whose fault it was. And so just, just harsh, dude. Um, let me see. And then we have two more. We have one from Tatsu in the flashbacks who said, uh, what sort of example are we setting if we uh, have the chance to save thousands and we save ourselves instead? And I just love love that, that like thinking about that quote and like the way that it, it kind of came across. Um, to me anyway, it's like these are Oliver's influences whenever he was, you know, building the idea of who the arrow was and building this uh, – this, up and so like that that mentality is definitely a uh an oliver mentality um, yeah last one is the one i, I said earlier from uh from rachel ghoul who says protect me from your judgment on the day your servants are resurrected boom all right hoods cool. up how many hoods chris how many hoods we give in this episode i'm gonna give this four hoods i'm gonna give it four hoods as well
1: yeah well, it'll be interesting to see where we go from this, um, and we'll be back next week with an episode. Uh, you can find us online at com. You can find us on Twitter at ChrisWright250.
0: And JohnWright777. And at Stand
1: Target Pod. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow, Arrow on, on Target. Target.